0: Hello and welcome to China Shortcuts, the European Chamber's weekly catch-up on China's business landscape.
1: The 20th Shanghai International Automobile Industry Exhibition officially opened after a two-year gap due to the coronavirus pandemic.
0: Featuring over 1,000 exhibitors and more than 100 new cars, the Shanghai Motor Show is showcasing the cutting edge of car manufacturing from leading domestic and international brands. For European firms operating in the sector, China is offering a highly competitive market, with consumer demands increasingly focusing on digital and new energy solutions.
1: Commenting on the motor show's comeback is Mr. Zhang Hongzhuo, chair of the Automotive Working Group.
2: 2023 Shanghai International Auto Show takes place from April 18th. The latest model and the concept of car displayed in this 10-day gala. Apparently, transit automakers speeding up their electrification from the strategy to product. This encouraged by new energy vehicle sales booming last year and a great expectation for the following years. In their views, the market trend is irreversible. The imperative is to scramble for a great share of the market as soon as possible, even if profits are not immediately seen. With Star European automobile maker. Are more careful to introduce their full spectrum of electric car, because their battery electric vehicle entered the China market before are not as successful as internal combustion engine. Conventional vehicles could still be a catch call for them today, even in the short term. How to attract Chinese customers to their battery electric vehicle seems to be a hard knot to crack. The race of battery electric vehicle and the internal combustion engine are becoming more intense than ever before to the segment where European cars are dominant. Whether or not they are able to hold their ground remains to be seen.
1: According to official data released by China's Ministry of Commerce on twentieth April, the country's actual use of foreign direct investment or FDI grow at the slowest pace in more than two years in the first quarter of 2023.
0: FDI inflows expanded 4.9% compared to the same period last year, which was the lowest rate of growth recorded since February 2021. At the same time, the ministry highlighted that the number of newly established foreign invested enterprises increased by more than 25% year-on-year in the first three months of 2023, as over 10,000 new foreign-invested firms set up operations in China. Furthermore, in the first quarter, almost 40% of FDI into China was directed towards high-tech supply chains.
1: While leaders of the European Union are preparing to discuss the bloc's ties with China during their next summit coming up in June, another high-level meeting took place in Brussels between the two sides.
0: On the 24th of April, the European Commission's Executive Vice-President and Commissioner for Trade, Valdis Dombrovskis, met Chinese Minister of Commerce Wang Wentao. According to the European Commission's readout of the meeting, EVP Dombrovskis said it was necessary to rebalance the EU-China trade and investment relationship and raised concerns about the lack of a level playing field for European companies in China. He highlighted that market access barriers are impacting the agriculture and food, medical devices and cosmetics industries, among others. The two sides also discussed the next high-level dialogue for economy and trade, after Commission President Ursula von der Leyen and Chinese President Xi Jinping had agreed to hold it when they met in early April. The Chinese side have announced that Vice Premier He Lifeng will co-chair the meeting. On
1: 23 April, China's Vice Minister of Commerce Wang Shouwen
0: announced measures aimed at stabilizing foreign trade. The minister said that China would take action to create more trade opportunities. He mentioned resuming offline trade fairs and facilitating the resumption of more international passenger flights and improving the efficiency of customs clearance among the planned steps. Wang added that foreign trade financing services available to medium, small and micro enterprises would also be improved, and that the authorities would guide companies to benefit more from cross-border e-commerce retail export-related tax policies.
1: The European Chamber recently launched a new joint report with the Mercator Institute for China Studies, highlighting the complexity of engaging in research and development in China. The report, China's innovation ecosystem, The Localization Dilemma, found that while there are many benefits to conducting R&D in China, such as the speed of commercializing new projects or the size of the market, long-lasting challenges deter many European firms from engaging in cutting-edge innovation activities within China's borders.
0: The March-April issue of the Chambers by monthly magazine Eurobiz delves into the topic of research and development through articles on the speed of commercializing R&D results in China, the intellectual property rights issues that companies need to consider before starting innovation projects, or the tax incentives that China offers for promoting innovation. You can find these articles
1: and many more by following the link provided in the show notes or by downloading the Eurobiz in PDF format.
0: Thanks for listening. Tune in again next week. In the meantime, find useful links in the episode notes.